3: Before we start today's podcast, we want to take this opportunity to send our very best wishes to Christian Eriksson and his family after the traumatic event that unfolded during yesterday's match against Finland. This podcast was recorded before that game kicked off, but we wanted to record a get well message from all of us here on the Official England Podcast. We wish Christian a speedy recovery.
4: You're listening to the Official England
3: Podcast. It's finally here. I've done all my pre-match preparation. The St. George's flags are up. The England bunting is on the house. The Euros wall chart is at the ready. I've watched Mike Bassett, England manager, four times and had Vindaloo and Three Lions on repeat in the car because it is game day, people. Yes, welcome along to our England versus Croatia match day special show here on the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith, and we've got everything you need to know about the three lions in the build-up to the game that you definitely don't want to miss. Here's what's coming up on today's show. Josh Denzel will be sending the boys off and giving us all the insight ahead of the big match. It was all smiles, but there was also a little bit a little bit more of a
5: serious tone to it.
3: Here in Trippia we'll be speaking to him exclusively on Lion's Den. We're all well prepared.
2: We've you know fully focused on Croatia and we just can't wait to get going tomorrow.
3: Ahead of the game, Gareth Southgate and Harry Kane spoke to the press about how the team are feeling. We can't wait to get out there
6: and get playing. Yeah, we're very clear on how we want to play and the, and the team that we'd start. Jack Grealish and Carl Walker reveal all in the diary room.
7: I still think I could have done better in, in both of the games, if I'm honest. Being a bit of a tough day you know detailed day and what we need to do to prepare for croatia but you know it's something that's needed
3: and we speak to actor will meller whose charity single vindaloo 2 is storming the charts and how he's already dreaming about seeing the three Lions lift that trophy come july the 11th i say it all the time but this could be our year it could be
4: you're listening to the official england podcast
3: Right, let's kick off with a quick update on what has been going down at St George's Park recently. At the press conference last night, Gareth Southgate and Harry Kane spoke about how the team is feeling ahead of that all-important first game.
2: You know, I think before any major tournament, obviously there's quite a lot of build-up before it, a lot of training, a lot of hard work. Now it's time to to try and enjoy it and we can't wait to get out there and get playing. Obviously, it's great to to see the tournament start, just get that buzz and yeah, we're just looking forward to our game tomorrow now.
6: almost prepared for this game for 18 months and the delay was of course far more important than than any football match but i think the excitement now for everybody around europe for the tournaments starting and uh, getting underway and us having fans back in the stadium for the first time with the international team for for months so we're all immensely looking forward to it
2: obviously if we can get off to a winning start and get that three points to start the group it obviously puts us in a good position for the second game against Scotland. But, you know, the tournament's a, a a long tournament. It's not going to be won on the first game. So we just need to be patient, just stick to what we know and stick to what we've worked on. And I think we, we have enough to obviously get through the group.
6: We're really pleased with the approach of the players. They've all trained ex- exceptionally well. Yeah, we're very clear on how we want to play and the, and the team that we'd start. The
3: Three Lions diary room has been a hive of activity this week and here's what Jack Greenish and Carl Walker had to say on life at St George's Park.
7: Been a bit of a tough day, you know, detailed day in what we need to do to prepare for Croatia, but, you know, it's something that's needed. We obviously had the two friendlies. I still think I could have done better in, in both of the games, if I'm honest. For there to be, you know, a squad of, you know, twenty-six and you know, more than probably half of are them, but below the age of what, twenty-five maybe. We're always playing two touch. The tempo is the one thing that, that really stands out, you know, you come here and everyone wants to impress, everyone wants to be in the squad, you're trying trying to impress the manager so the tempo just goes up another level. Phil, as we all know, has got a fantastic touch so I I tend to go and play with him because you know to play with the, your know, mix it with the best you've got to actually play with him, so um, Jaden's jumped on so that'll be the school in the morning, me, Jaden and Phil. I will school them, I promise you I will win because my authority will come uh, uh, and the experience will come and they'll have to listen to me, if not um, they'll know about it. Oh by the way, Calvin's been megged a few times, he didn't want me saying that but I'd love to make him I would, I'm actually going to try now.
3: before the three lines set off for Wembley Josh Denzel managed to catch up with La Liga winner Kieran Trippier
2: No we're all um, well prepared we've um, you know fully focused on Croatia and we just can't wait to get going tomorrow
5: Imagine this we get a free kick 20 plus yards out are, are you the man they hand the but everyone's
2: looking for trips is that right no 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 definitely not just because I scored one last time you know we've got fantastic set piece takers there you know it's all about who's feeling confident in that moment and and, then, and they'll take it
3: don't forget, you can find Lions Den on England's Twitch and YouTube channels as it goes out live daily at four o'clock. And it wouldn't be an official England podcast without Lions Den presenter Josh Denzel joining me. Josh, uh, firstly, you have told me that you're in quite a hot environment doing this podcast. So tell the listeners where you are and how hot it is. Yeah, we're in we're in uh, 1966, which is like a uh,
5: it's like a proxy changing room next to one of the training pitches here at St George's Park. I want to get the best sound quality for you, but it's 34 degrees in it. It's a oh, roasting wow. day at St George. It's lovely. Wow. I will be. Outside in the sun very soon, but right now I am sweating. I, 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 <laughs> I, I can tell you that that's exclusive. So
3: am I, mate. I think it's about similar temperature where I am. So go on, tell us what's been going on in camp, mate. It's a big day, uh, moments away from the game. What's been going on, mate?
5: Yeah, huge day. Obviously, we're we just one day away from the game against Croatia. So the boys are all packing up, heading to their uh, their London base that they that they stay in before they go to uh, Wembley for the game. So they were they were they were leaving today. So it was all it was all smiles, but there was also a little bit a little bit more of a serious tone to it. Yeah, they, they 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 look ready.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because one thing I've seen, I mean, there's been so much great content on England's uh, channels. We've seen the basketball, we've seen uh, the, the stuff you're doing on Lions Den with the golf and we've seen players really sort of very light-hearted and the mood's been great. It, it, does it sort of, the gear change now? Is, is it very much, right, serious, we're not letting you into training, it, it's like game game mode on now the closer it gets is that something you've noticed
5: yeah today was the last training session they'll have before the Croatia game and it was it was very much like A passes only it was like it was like right no no we're, we're working on we're working on a few bits here for the game and it's it was intense talking to the boys around and Mace has said like you know in, in interviews before as well like it's we're having a laugh but that's that team bonding it is game face is always on no matter if we're smiling or if or, 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 or if, we're, if we're serious like we know the task at hand we know it's a massive job we know we've got to, we know we've got to kind of go one better than we did in 2018 so yeah they, like, even Trips were saying like you, you've got to have that team bond and you've got to, like, that's the way they prepare for games is you know what I mean it's a, it's a brotherhood in there so it's, it's, it's having, fun with, having fun relaxing not putting too much pressure on themselves so you know they're going at it now where we know what we've got to do uh, and we're going to do it our way
3: yeah, I totally agree, mate. I echo that speaking to the players. I think the, the atmosphere has been perfect. We just want this first game to come around and see how the boys are gonna get on. are uh, you mentioned there you had Trips, La Liga winner, of course, on lines then today. He must be in good spirits. Been a good season for him, hasn't it? It's
5: been a great season for him. So I, I, I said congratulations, of course. he got Yeah, we you know in the squad we've got Champions League winners, we've got La Liga winners, we've got Champions League finals, we've got Premier League yeah, winners. Yeah. We've got we got a lot of silverware knocking about that squad. It's good to see him, you know, having a having a great season. He's 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 a quality player and he will be you'll be an integral part of this England team
3: and we've got to talk about fantasy football I don't know if you know mate but I had rumor in sticks and Immobile as captain wow uh, so I've got a clean sheet and a goal so are you a bit worried taking on the Smith Dog ne- the Smith Dog I never called the the dog, that. Yeah. Right, you that Smith Dog
5: yeah listen one <laughs> a couple of points you captain the right man and kind of suddenly you're the Smith Dog it's outrageous <laughs> do you know what, I mean? like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, yeah. I mean, I am a little bit more nervous than I was yesterday because. But I have got a few of the England boys in there. So listen, yeah. all we need is a nice four-nil win, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to captain one of the boys. Uh, captain Kane. I'm going to captain Kane. There we go. And it's going to be outrageous.
3: I've got Kane in my team as well. We've oh, got to have Harry Kane. In. Uh, <laughs> Finally, can I get a little rousing? Come on, England, for you, just to end it. It is match day today. We're all buzzing. Can you give us a Come on, England? Come on, England! Love it, Josh. Love that. Uh, Great to speak to you, mate. Let's uh, fingers crossed for England win, and we'll catch up soon.
5: Hundred percent. Let's go, the boys
3: next guest is someone you'll all know from his roles in Hollyoaks and two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. It is actor, singer, model, but more importantly for us, big England fan. In fact, such a big England fan, he's got his England merch on now for a podcast where we're not even recording the video. It's Will Mellor, <laughs> Will. What an effort, mate. Talk to me about that.
4: Thank you, mate. No, well, listen, this is, I'm rubbish with technology. I thought I thought it was uh, visual. i you even got one of them circular lights to light me as well. <laughs> Have you? A ring light. I've got the old England merchandise on. And it's only on audio.
3: It's about 32 degrees. What an effort. What an effort. I'm I'm going to talk to you about the Croatia game in due course. But first thing I want to ask you is, will you be at home singing Vindaloo? The reason I'm asking that is, of course, you were one of the celebrities involved in the release of the iconic footy single, Vindaloo, part two. So talk to us about that, how it came about and what's been going on. Um,
4: I literally, I got up one morning and it was just a bit of a gloomy day. It was raining and, and you put the TV on, it was all news and it was all a bit depressing. And I thought, the Euros is round the corner. You know, we need something to just to give people a bit of a lift and put smiles on faces and bring people together. And I just I just thought I'd love to like do an England song. We should have an England song. And I didn't think there was going to be anything happening this year with music and stuff for England. So i I thought, I wonder if I could redo Vindaloo, because I love the original. It was about 23 years ago. And I thought people who remember it will feel nostalgic about it. And then people who don't remember it, it'll be new for them. So I thought, well, I'm going to have a go. So I started making phone calls to see if we can make it happen. And now it's out. I also uh, just want to say a massive thank you to Deliveroo uh, for coming on board. I mean, we would have never got Vindaloo 2 over the line without their help. Uh, And and also what Deliveroo have done for the NHS through this pandemic is just amazing. So they were a perfect sponsor to come on board. And as I say, we wouldn't have been been able to do it without them. So a massive thank you to them.
3: Love that. And of course, uh, it's not just uh, I've watched the video. It's very entertaining. It's uh, it's, it's in my head again, Vindaloo, which is, is the plan. But a big part of it is for a brilliant cause as well, isn't it? tell us about that
4: because because of everything that's gone on without the NHS where would we be you know and I, I was a bit annoyed about them giving them the 1% rise of the NHS so I thought you know let's dedicate all the proceeds to the NHS charities um, and just say a big thank you to the NHS whilst getting behind England you can also say thanks to the NHS and I just thought it, you know it was it was the right thing to do and I think it's important you know when, when, when these tournaments come round that we all get together with our friends and families and, and because we've all been through quite a negative time just forget that for a bit. Get behind the football, sing some songs for England, and you know what I mean.
3: Get together with your family and friends, and that's all I wanted to do, really. Now let's talk about the game that England against Croatia. I don't know about you, maybe it seems like we've been waiting ages for this game. How are you feeling? How excited are you ahead of England's opening game in the Euros?
4: I'm really excited. I'm also really nervous because I think the first game is really important. You know, it. Mm. You don't want to lose that first game. You know, because you don't want to go into the Scotland game having to win you know what I mean obviously we want to win every game but the pressure's on then and I think we've got a fantastic squad I really do with young fit fast players that are in their prime you know what I mean I just think we. this could be I say it all the time but this could be our year
3: it could be (laughs) I know I say it every time I like it I love the positivity Uh, can we get a score prediction Will? I'm hoping you're gonna you're gonna edge to England, not Croatia. <laughs> I think
4: England two one. Uh, I think Croatia's midfield are amazing. They're, I think one of the best midfield's in the whole tournament. So we've got to get past that, uh, and I think we've got the skill to do. It. I think Jack Greenish has to start um, to feed Harry Kane and you know and, and, Foden. Uh, and I just think we can hurt him. Uh, I know Maguire is going to be going to be a, a loss for us because even though he's not got amazing pace, he reads the game so well, and I think you know he's him at the back you know we need him there but you know what just be positive let's go out and let's start this tournament on the front foot and win our first game and then who knows what
3: can happen from there and finally, this is of course the official England podcast. We've been speaking exclusively to a lot of the players. A lot of the players have been listening to it. What would your message be to the players uh, going into this game?
4: Listen to Vindaloo before the game. We'll get you right into the mood. <laughs> Vindaloo 2.
3: Fantastic. You've managed to not only G the players up, but get another plug-in for Vindaloo 2, which, which is which is quite genius. Uh, will, absolute pleasure to speak to you as always, mate. Let's keep our fingers crossed for an England win and hopefully catch up with you again soon, mate. Thanks very much for having me on. Come on, England, we can do Okay, so before we chat to our final guest, who is the host of the Croatian Football Podcast. Here are some key Smithy stats for you to get stuck into as we take an in-depth look at the opposition. So Croatia are 14th in the world rankings, whilst England are 4th. This is the third meeting between England and Croatia at a major tournament. The three Lions beat Croatia 4-2 in the group stages at Euro 2004, whilst the Croats prevailed 2-1 after extra time in the semi-finals of the 2018 World Cup. I can't believe I'm being made to read that. That result still hurts me to this day. England have never lost at Wembley in a major tournament. That, of course, includes World Cup 1966 and Euro 96, winning seven and drawing four of their previous 11 games. Of course, that doesn't include penalty shootouts. But England have never won their opening match of the Euros ever, drawing five and losing four. Croatia, meanwhile, are unbeaten in their five Euro openers, winning four and drawing one. As for the opposition players, Ivan Perisic has been directly involved in more goals at major tournaments than any other Croatian player. That is seven goals and four assists. In fact, he's one of only three European players to have scored or assisted a goal in each of the last four major tournaments. That's since 2012. Alongside Andres Iniesta, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, is in good company there. And listen to this. Croatia have lost against the eventual winner in three of their last four major tournaments. Spain at Euro 2012, that was in the group stages. Portugal at Euro 2016, the round of 16. And of course, France in the final of the World Cup in 2018. Could that be a lucky omen for England? I'm pleased to say I'm joined now by Croatian football expert and host of the Croatian football podcast, Lovre Nikolaj. Lovre, you are on this podcast to give us all the insight from the Croatian camp, as well as give us your thoughts from Croatia on this England side. So first question, how are you feeling ahead of the game? What is the feeling within the Croatian camp? Is it one of confidence coming up against England or one of uh, slight nervousness, given the squad that England have?
1: Very slight nervousness, as I think you saw our preparation games didn't go that well. We drew to Armenia and lost to Belgium one The loss to Belgium wasn't that much of an unexpected, but the draw to Armenia definitely was. I mean, the club 90th ranked in the FIFA rankings and you draw to them getting into these Euros. After being a finalist in the World Cup is awful. So uh, a slight nervousness, not a, not as confident as I expected us to be. So yeah, slight nervousness in the camp.
6: And
3: what is the expectation within Croatia for this Croatian team? Because we all know how well you did in the World Cup, but you also mentioned uh, the previous games as well. So, so what is a successful tournament for Croatia?
1: A successful tournament is definitely heading into the quarterfinals. That for me is, I think we get to the quarterfinals, that's going to be definitely a good tournament because that's our best result in the Euros. We had it twice last in, time in 2008 not the best in 2012 and yeah, 2016 but after that very good performance in the World Cup one a fantastic run to the finals uh, I think we could definitely make it to the quarterfinals
3: yeah it's interesting isn't it looking at the teams that, that we might play England and Croatia if we win or if we come runners up it's fascinating looking at the the, the, uh, the permutations of the group um, I'm being made to ask about the 2018 uh, semi-final it still hurts me that game England against Croatia and I can see you're smiling about that a massive massive result for Croatia and it was such a close game as we no it's still a game that hurts English fans will that will that semi-final have any impact do you feel on this game or do you, or do you think that is
1: in the past oh, it definitely will have impact because of the English of course I mean I think you yourself want some revenge against Croatia even though you beat us in the Nations League but then again I think a lot of the new players will definitely, I think, will be a little bit more better. So I think, like Mason Mount or Foden, they'll definitely be looking to basically show themselves to Croatia after that World Cup semi final. And
3: I want to know what is the Croatian view? What are the newspapers, the media in Croatia saying about this England team? What, what are your thoughts on how far this England team can go?
1: A lot of newspapers are saying you're overhyped. Really? Re- yeah. Some are. Definitely good to you. Some some are saying you can make the semi-finals, finals. But my view is I, I wouldn't say you're overhyped. You can definitely make a run, but it's a it's a it's a tough run because if you if you finish second in the group, you're facing most probably uh, who fin- who won group F. So it's definitely gonna be a hard run for England and Croatia. So it's gonna be a fun uh, a fun tournament.
3: And do you feel this England side is that the squad is better than the one that you came up against in the World Cup? Do you think there's more talent? Because a lot of it's a very young squad that England have got going into this.
1: Th- there's a lot more talent. Talent, but I don't know I, that, that squad in 2018 was pretty good I think the defence was mainly your problem but uh, you definitely have more talent now I, I would definitely say it's a better squad now than it was in 2018 Okay, go on then let's give
3: us a score prediction Croatia against England the opening game of the Euros uh, who are you going to go for? <laughs> I wonder
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I go with two predictions? One for my mind one for my heart Okay, go on that's how, I, that's how I always do it From the heart I want us to win of course Yeah So with my heart I'm going to go I'm just going to go 1-0 Croatia. <laughs> okay. A Paris goal gold on the left, as uh, as we know. For my mind, I'm going to say 2-1 England.
3: Oh, okay. So you're thinking 2-1 England. Okay. Well, it will be fascinating to see how it unfolds. It's brilliant to have you on the podcast and all the best uh, for the tournament. Lovre, thank you very much for joining us. No problem.
4: Listening to the official England podcast.
3: So that's just about it for another episode of the official England podcast. But tomorrow I'll be back with my good mate Jamie Redknapp, who'll be giving us his verdict on the Croatia game. But for now, the time has finally come. After a year's wait, it is now time for Gareth and the boys to do us proud. It is time for the players to step onto the glorious hallowed turf at Wembley Stadium, cheered on by a support like no other. And to get us in the mood, here's what the boys have had to say about our opening match of Euro 2020. Come on, England!
2: Of course it's a game that that hurts.
4: And, catch, and England are hurt!
1: We
2: learned a lot from that. We're not the
1: top side, and but so are we. We know it's gonna be a, a tough game and we need to remain focused and give everything.
6: They are a very experienced team. They really are a, a, a big challenge for us for our first game. The first game is probably most important to get off to a good start, so we're
2: ready for it. I love every moment wearing an English shirt, and to lead the boys out every time is an amazing feeling. But yeah, like I say I love every moment wearing an English shirt, and to lead the boys out every time is is an amazing feeling.